Steve, yeah. first off, I don't have my mic, so I'm sorry if I sound a little different tonight. My voice is still beautiful, I know. But I can talk with both my hands now, which is great. That's good. Um, Steve, uh, I want to apologize to all of our diehard listeners out there that we're, we're just getting to this podcast this week. Monday night was a little hectic for me coming back. Tuesday night was a big night in the Samsung house, and Wednesday night was I, you had something going Um, But I, I do want to make note that this was a big week for me. I know you had a big, you know, because it was your what, 30th anniversary. That's true. It was also the week that I got the friend request from your wife on, on Facebook. That's because so. that's because you wrote about your wife on Facebook and did this darling little thing and oh bonding and whatever else you were doing some serious uh, sucking up man. Way the highlight of the highlight of ever, any part of my week though truly was the pictures of you from were those like high school or those? Oh, uh, those would have been college. Yeah. Okay. College. You yeah. you were a young buck. I, that was thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You you still look just as good. I've got chicken nuggets. So I'm gonna eat my chicken nuggets. Hold on. Are they anyway. shaped like Christmas tree? Or are they shaped like regular? Do they look like they come in shapes? Christmas tree shape. Okay, that cool. one doesn't. Um, Very cool. This is the Stuff Summer Says podcast with Steve. 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 We get to do our favorite thing this week and talk about Penn State football. Um, got to do that last week. We get to do that for like the next 12 weeks. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Um, we have some new news so to speak um i haven't seen any other anybody else post about it so we'll talk about it uh then the nfl is back we'll talk about the steelers and then old guy young guy this week also relates into this weekend so i'm excited you ready let's go okay um steve what did you think of the game it was it was a fun watch like it, it, um, it was it was what college football is all about it was expectations, execution, you think you know what's going to happen, and then something totally different happens. And then there's the emotional roller coaster. It, it was a beautiful thing. I mean, it was what college football is supposed to be as a viewing experience. And I think I thought they were going to win the game. I think I thought Penn State was going to win. Um, and it just felt like they had a little more talent on the edges and some, some skill positions, and that felt like the difference. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a great opener. But I wasn't there, so you had an even better uh, – in different view let's get to i'll get to being there in a second let's let's talk about the actual game first i was that was just an, like a very enthralling game except for the entire first half that was one <laughs> like you know like i i made this joke like some wisconsin fan was going to the bathroom and grumbling oh zero zero halftime and i was like yeah we waited what 21 months to watch a college football game <laughs> We get we get that like it was it was rough. Um, that being said, like I'm very impressed with pretty much the way everybody played, but more importantly, I was impressed with the way people coached. I thought James Franklin did a nice job making adjustments in the second half. Um, I thought that the new offense is interesting, and I haven't. I don't think we've fully seen it open yet. It's if anything it's maybe flipped open one page um i thought that james franklin also handled the final three four minutes really well something he's really struggled with i feel like in the last umpteen years with with managing timeouts because he saved a timeout for for just in case 
Um, so that was nice to see. I I really didn't have any complaints. Like I, it was a great game to watch. It was a great, you know, like effort by the defense. That I mean, we talked about this on the preseason show. We thought that secondary was going to be scary, and it's it's more than scary. I mean, it it it, it eliminated it. Like it was to the point where like you knew Wisconsin was going to run the ball because they were afraid to throw the ball because it was just getting anything was getting shut out. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know who they're they're going to play. It's going to have receivers that are going to change that situation at least any time in the immediate future, which I think is good for them. And I think there's some there's a little bit of recency bias in terms of me watching that because I kind of forgot the first half or wanted to forget the first half because it felt like yeah. here's Big Ten football. Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's the same way with fans and viewers, right? Like you kind of forget that first half because the second half was good and exciting. And you also, every play, because it had been two years, just felt extra important, right? You know, the, the first half of the offense looked, Ugh, you're thinking, oh God, you know, get on the edges, get away from the offensive line, which is just looking a little ragged at times. Why, why are you being bullheaded and trying to do these these things? Just get on the edges. Um, and it, that just felt enhanced as opposed to a normal game where, you know, you take your time, you got four, got four quarters. Um, and that's always a coaching and fan thing. I think fans see something that works and very few, very few of the coaching staffs that say, this thing works, we're going to keep doing it till you stop us. They're going to do this thing and then they're going to show you something else to, to, to keep you honest or to show that they can still do right. it. Um, but no, I, I think top to bottom, I mean, I think the offensive line would be a concern for me. I was just going to ask, is there anything you're concerned about? Yeah, I, I think the offensive line. I mean, I just... Now, maybe Wisconsin was good, but it's not uh, like they controlled the line. They seemed yeah. like they figured out to go go quick to different places and go to the edges, and they found success when they were there. And you know what? Like, in theory, there's maybe one or two other t- top-level defenses they're going to face with that type of size and speed. And, like, I think, I think I was thinking about that on Saturday. Like, there's one thing that Wisconsin does, and it's run the football, and it's play linebackers like that's you know that's what you're gonna get from them and I was thinking like you know that's if they can handle at least handle that and Sean Clifford can play smart football okay like I think things are gonna be okay and I think that's what I don't think Sean played great like I don't think he had a good game I don't think he had a bad game he had a smart game and that's what he needs he needs to just play smart he doesn't need to make the extra effort he brought that up in one of the post-game press conferences. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not thinking as I'm not overthinking as much. Like I'm just making my decision, either falling down, throwing it away, whatever it may be. I, I hope that that's the maturity that he got from last season, and he got from, you know, going into coming into this season, this offseason. What would make me feel better? <laughs> about him and every quarterback probably is that there was some little thing like a video game where the ones that were just god awful throws he could say yeah just threw that one away that was on purpose (laughs) because there were a couple accuracy things that i'm like okay that guy looks sort of open that wasn't really close you could you could tell he just like as like and i think it was just the first game and normally that first game is a gimme game 90 like my entire lifetime pretty much it's always been a gimme game the Syracuse game might have been the toughest game of my lifetime with the, the Penn State Open season. But he just he just needed to settle down. And once he settled down, and I think you saw that in the second half, like especially mid third quarter, it was clicking. Yeah. No. I. I, I, I yeah. I agree. I mean, I think they got their stuff together. They figured out what they could do, um, and what looked like they could do work. So I, I, 
good game, and I'm excited about what's going to happen as a result of that. Okay. Um, so let's get to Madison, and then we'll talk about Ball State. Um, it is very good for my student loan budget that I did not find out about the University of Wisconsin until I traveled there this weekend because I would have very considered, very seriously considered. I, I posted this somewhere, maybe on Twitter. So they've got a, their hub sits on a lake. In their hub, you can buy alcohol. And you can also, they have a brat stand and a barbecue stand. Just out on this, like, it's called the terrace. Mm-hmm. I, I truly don't understand how people go to class there. Now, I was going to say winter, that would have been your problem. You'd, you'd have paid the tuition and wouldn't have gone to class. Yeah. In the winter, okay, I'm not going to go sit on that lake. But, man, it was tough. Like, it, that was one of the reasons why we didn't leave until 3 o'clock on, on Sat- Sunday. Because we were just enjoying sitting there. Um, we did uh, go out, and it was like a great town, like a great time. One thing that we remarked on is usually you either get some shit when you go to an away school or, or people were very friendly and nobody really said anything to us. Like it was kind of weird. And it was, there was no like, well, like there was one person that welcomed us to Madison and that was actually on Sunday. Um, but I, I, it was, it was kind of weird. The stadium is great. That's a, that's the, one of the nicer big 10 stadiums. Um, and, you know, like I said, the, it, it's neat because we sat up top and you can see the lake, both of the, the two main lakes that kind of surround the, the city. And you can just watch boats go on the water from the stadium. Not that you're, you're not paying anything to the game, but it was neat. Um, I also drank a lot of Spotted Cow. Um, so That's good. Well, I have one. So, so TV wise, for those of us that consume it only on TV, the big thing for the TV broadcasters, the second half was jump around, right? Here comes jump around the, the start of the fourth quarter. And I got to tell you, on TV, it felt like they made a little too much of it. Like, it was just – and they didn't time it right. Like, they hadn't worked – like, you, there was just all this anticipation. And all you needed was 10 or 15 seconds of it. And there was a big buildup and whatever else. Yeah. How was it in person? So, I watched that clip, and it, it, I, I got a weird vibe from it, too. In person, it is very cool. I, I actually enjoyed it. Other people that I know that went to the game with were like, what? This is it? I, can't, I don't know. It's just, I think it was neat. It, it, yeah. the, the thing that I thought, thought that was interesting, coming into the fourth quarter, Wisconsin had the ball. I would have loved to have seen how, what, how and what happens when Penn State would have had the ball coming into the fourth quarter. Because I think it would have been loud. like it, And it just got real quiet because they were Makes sense. Very cool. Um, so Ball State, um, what are you excited for? Not like actual game wise, not everything that surrounds you. Not so. What am I excited about of the surrounding things? The, no, 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 of the sixty minutes of football. Okay. What are you excited about? Um, I'm excited to see if the offensive line looks like it's improved. I know totally different team they're going against, right? But look for some cohesiveness there. Um, I think we'll probably see some – well, we saw big plays last weekend. I'm excited, I guess, for consistency. And this is one of those games, right, when you're a 22-point favorite or whatever it is. I'm excited. I mean, maybe hopeful is the right word to see them play in that manner, right? Just go out and take care of business the way everybody thinks yeah. they should. 
So I don't know if that's excited, but I'm, I'm hopeful for that. I'm hopeful for efficient, take care of business stuff. That's kind of where I'm at with it too. Like this is a, and I I don't want to discredit this ball state team because it is very good. And they've got a very decent core of their roster coming back. They just want a Mac championship, but this is a, you're supposed to take care of this game. Right. Does that like, I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, this is a, this is a, and this will, this will probably, you're wearing a hat, you probably fly off and, and, and have your head explode when I say this, because I'm sure this oh, is wow. not you. This is one of those games that I would love the, to be at 22 or 24 points by the middle of the third quarter, and I can say, okay, good, time to go home. I can catch the rest of this a little bit on the radio and see what's there, because I'm that guy, right? Like, I'm if we're up by you the waited. amount. I'm going to spit McDonald's chicken <laughs> I told you. You've waited how many, how many Year, years now a year almost two years for this moment and, and you're like uh i'm already thinking about going home especially if they're in control man if they're and poor, poor susan knows if they're up by like if they're up by 24 in the, the middle of the third quarter i'm gonna be looking at her saying mm, beat the traffic get home get the dishes done get ready for people to get here and she's usually yeah. more of a state of the end person than me so we'll see I'm disappointed um, in you. I know. Um, are you more excited for the tailgate or the band? The tailgate. Uh, see, I'm a band guy. I love the tailgate, but the band is, is forgot how much I missed college marching bands with, until. Um, I, I maybe, and maybe I'm a little curious about the tailgate, right? Like we'll see how things go down, how access and egress goes to the stadium for everybody in general. So, I mean, and that's the thing, like, you can be on your corner of the stadium and not know what's happening on the other side of the world. Um, but there's a couple of things that they're doing, like the, the parking permit thing that I think is going to be interesting for some poor people that are going to have to turn around and go get a pass and come back and get in line. That probably isn't going to go very well. well. But we'll see. Um, I want to say thank you for the invite to the tailgate. Honored to be on the email list. No, yeah, that's mostly for entertainment purposes only. I, I know, know you have your I, own stuff. I'm honored. You know. I'm honored. Thank you. Yep. Probably swing by. Um, your tickets, are they downloaded? Have you downloaded your tickets? Are they in your Apple wallet? They're in my Apple wallet. Did you also get freaked out because there's no barcode? Because multiple people have gotten freaked out. Exactly, I did. Because it says stick it under the scanner, so I yep. assume that's what's going to happen. Yep. Um, so it's, it's like your, uh, do you have a chip card? Do you have one of those? Yes. You ever go to Disney? You ever go to Disney and you know how they got the magic band? You we went to Disney, but it was before that. That's been how long oh, it's been. okay. All right. No, I, those are the exact words. I downloaded them this afternoon, this evening, and said, hey, by the way, there's no, uh, there's no, no barcode here. No barcode here. No little QR code, nothing. But, like, it's got this scan thing, so we're going to be okay. I am interested. Now, I downloaded it to my phone, so it's, I, I guess we're going to pass the like, – because I didn't share the phone. I didn't. I mean, I guess I could share it with her and my nephew, but I think – Yeah, I'm interested on that, in. too, because I've got three tickets on my, my phone. Yep. I think all three of us are just going in back to back to back. Yeah. It, like you – know. And it's the other two people that I know listen to this podcast that are traveling with me into the game. If you get left behind, there is no me coming back for you. So <laughs> keep up. I think they probably know that. They just better grab a hold of your shirt tail and the person behind them, they're like little kids on a field trip. Maybe you need a little rope around your waist. Well, knowing their state of potential intoxication at that point, I'm probably going to need a rope. And, a little rope around the waist? That's good. Yeah. All right. Um... You talked about football. I think we're still going to talk about football. Yeah, we are. Um, you and I, we, we text a lot, but we, we haven't had a good conversation via text like the one we had today. Um, 
Sean Clifford is going to have a post-game tailgate at Medler Field. Um, and we, we debated this a little bit. Um, and I, you said Sean Clifford posting uh, post-game tailgate Medler Field, and it, the cost is $80 to get in. Um, which that's a hell of an expensive cover charge. Um, and I said, what does that get me? And it says, you said it was catered, meet and greet, Q&A, and autograph sign. Now, I don't know. I think that's expensive. I don't know if I care that much to meet Sean Clifford. Do you, do you agree, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I, that, if Yes, I agree. Not going to be mean spirited about that. Seems pricey for a post game event. That's more than my. That's more than my football ticket. Yeah. Here's my biggest gripe with it, and I explained this to you. So there's, I got two gripes with it. I got one gripe with it. I got one and a half gripes with it. So my biggest gripe is there's no differentiating cost between a kid and an adult, and. If, if if you were doing this for your kids, you probably would have wanted to spend less, but you would have forked out the money if they really wanted to go meet Sean Clifford. Yep. I, I just think that there should be like kids pricing. Well, and maybe it's a live and learn thing. I mean, I, I don't know how often they're going to they're gonna do this or try to do this. Uh, this seems ambitious for me. I mean, I don't know how much... I mean, I know having done events at Medler Field before that it's not a, and it's not a cheap rental. Maybe they got a deal somewhere and it's whatever, but still like you're going to have to sell a few, a decent number of people are going to have to show up for, the, for this to be a moneymaker of any amount of, of any kind of value, I think. I wonder, excuse me, I wonder if the cost is what it is because maybe to eliminate the like uh, the autograph collector seller seeker type people maybe i don't know that's my thought um so are you frozen oh you're not frozen okay no i mean, um, I, mean I, I, I don't know this feels like a lot to and, and the other does. thing i said to you is i think i would pay 60 dollars for it and i don't know why that number came to my head probably not for sean clifford no offense to sean clifford but it is going to be interesting come next spring when the blue white game happens and there's the autograph signing, like are players going to start charging for their autographs at blue white? Like what I'm wondering what the deal is there. I don't, I think that was always free, at least growing up such when I was in college back when, back in my day, it was always free. And then is it, is there a donation now? I think maybe. I don't, I think it was free the last time they did it, but maybe, you know, maybe there'll be guys who opt out, right? Maybe everybody will, everybody will do it except the A-list guys, right? And then you're going to pay to do the, I mean, I can't imagine, and there's got to be a give and take, right? Somewhere along the line um, so that you're not, you can still do these kind of events. Um, I'll be interested to see the response. I'll be interested to see, the thing is we won't know. Like, I mean, if it's, you know, again, we gave kudos to Mike Poorman a couple months ago for going to the thing in Harrisburg that Sean was at and it was, it was a dinner and it wasn't, $80, right? So I don't know that they're going to let press in to cover this or do what it is, but I would love to know. It would be smart to have somebody come in and chronicle it besides them to, to whet people's appetites for the next one and see that it was worthwhile. Um, I just don't know who the people are that, that, that go to this. Like, I don't know. I did I have that always. same thought. Excuse me. The buffalo sauce is sitting a little from being a little acid reflex there. <laughs> um, 
I did have the same thought. Like if Sean Clifford's not available, which he's never not available, or if this was freshman year, Sean Clifford, where he isn't available, would media members spend the $80 like to go get that quote from Sean Clifford? Is that worth it? I don't know. Kind of weird. Or just to get a sense of the business of this thing. Like this is going to, this is the first higher profile. This is the first high profile. On on campus type thing. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I just wanted to, I, I wanted to talk about that. So maybe feel maybe feel good. All right, you ready to move on? Yeah, anything else? Yes, sir. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, it, the game just started, but because we're recording a little late tonight on Thursday, but um, the NFL is back. Uh, TJ Watt signed his contract. Saw that. Um, I am weirdly not that excited for NFL season. Like I, I did my fantasy draft. I had two fantasy drafts this week and I had one back-to-back nights and I didn't even do the second one. I just auto drafted because I didn't care. And I don't know why I don't care this year. I don't know that I don't care. I'm not super excited about the Steelers chances. Maybe I'll be wrong. Like I think they're just going to be okay. <laughs> so maybe that plays into part of it. Um, I do feel not to be the old cr- cr- curmudgeonly – uh, they're trying to be ram stuff, ram, ram an agenda down my throat. But the NFL, I mean, we had the opening tonight and we're, we have everybody lifting every heart and singing and we've got agendas and we've got like, so I can, I, I'm not kind of not watch, but everything, it, it's not just a game anymore in terms of what, you know, just turn on the game and get the game. It feels like every game has a piece of a show or a piece of a message they're trying to tell you larger from the NFL, which I respect from their business standpoint. But sometimes I just want to watch a football game. Yeah, I um, not yeah, that not. it's like a, yeah, it's not, it's not like a stick to sports thing for me. It's like, mm-hmm. there's just too much stuff. There's, there's just more, fr- there's just more f- just stuff show, on the like, fringes. Like, like I'm not watching for every reason that I watch college football or is the exact opposite reason that I watch the NFL. So just show me the damn game. Like, right. like I want to watch no, I just game. want to turn my games on at one and four or whatever time it is, Thursday night and Sunday night and watch a game. And I, I'll watch all the, I mean, I, I'll watch if there's Sunday two games, Monday well Sunday three games, Monday Thursday. I'm gonna watch five pieces of five NFL games a week, just because that's what's on and that's what we watch, and it's okay. And it's it's and I feel like when I talk about TV stuff or I, about, about officiating, I've seen five games. Like I know that they're yeah, being you've, you've seen a, a third of the a third of the league. Right. And I know they're being inconsistent or consistent with certain calls they're right. making or what refs are doing, whatever. So I enjoy that piece of it, but I don't really care who, I mean, I, I feel the Steelers are just going to be okay. So I don't, I don't feel like I have a heavy rooting interest. Um, don't really care to root against anybody. Um, but I'm not like geeked. Like, I mean, I was, I was excited last Saturday for Penn state. I'm excited this weekend to be back in the stadium. Even if I am going to say, if they're up by 35 at the end of three deuces, yo, see you walking down out of the top row. Um, taking my W and happily going home, but um, and I'll blame that on the dog. Come on, come on, he's fourteen. Somebody's got to go home and check on the dog. So you know. All right. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just the NFL. I just the NFL does not um, excite me for whatever reason, and I just. So in the draft that you picked, in the fantasy draft you picked, were you excited about that process? No, I wasn't. <laughs> this is my therapy session for the week. Um, no, I just wasn't like I was. I didn't have the excitement of like, 
I didn't even like sit down and like think it through. I just like went and looked at the list and said, okay, you look good. Like, I, I think I know who you are type thing. Like, I don't think you. Wow. So, so did you get anybody good? Are you going to be able to do anything? Uh, I forget. I think, uh, I think Zeke was my first round pick. So okay. Zeke, he's half decent as long as he doesn't fumble. But I don't know. I just, there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of zhuzh behind it this year for whatever reason. Um, I think, I didn't, I didn't miss it as much as I missed college football. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Like I, I think maybe, maybe because last year's NFL season happened relatively normally, even if there weren't fans for the most part. And now like, like, the college football season did not like I in my mind the 2020 Penn State football season doesn't really exist. It, like I like had to actually even the college football season I had to like spend some time the other day thinking like who did Alabama beat in the national title game like, like just totally, I don't I watched the game I don't remember anything yep. from that game um, or even the the semifinals like I watched both of those don't remember but I I don't know I just like the I think there's just another turn and burn of the NFL. I will say one thing that I was thinking about on Saturday, and I was discussing this with someone that I, I, I do feel that is nice is we're now, and we've talked about this before, we're now back on a normal sports calendar. Like everything is normal from, from here on out, knock on fingers crossed type thing. Yep. So that's good. No, no, I just didn't miss it as much. So I'm, I mean, I'm glad it's here. I'm going to watch like I said, parts of five games every week, but it's, it's just, it kind of never left college football, mm-hmm. even though it happened, felt like it was gone mm-hmm. because so much of that experience is, is being there and be a part of it, at least from my yeah. experience with it. And it'll be good to get that back. It's a whole day. All right. Um, there's one bit of news that I wanted to discuss. Um, so just a quick shout out to former podcast guest, Brian Tripp. He's going to be the, sideline reporter for uh jack ham and steve jones which like if you were if i could pick a penn state job that one would probably be up there in terms of ones i'd want like that would be a cool job to spend david steve jones and jack ham talking about football um so i'm very excited for for mr trip so shout out to him the other bit of news that we are going to discuss on this week's old guy young guy um there is going to apparently be for the first time ever maybe a 50-50 at Beaver Stadium. Steve, are you a 50-50 guy? And is this an old guy, young guy? I don't know. We'll find out if you're a 50-50 guy. I am. So athletics tested this out at basketball like two years ago, pre-pandemic, um, with like little electronic devices now that I guess you've seen other places, right? And, and those devices are programmed to like upsell you and get you to buy the, the most thing, like to get your 20 chances for five bucks or whatever it is, or 20, 25 for 20 bucks, whatever it is. It's a cool system. It's worked all over the country. Um, athletics is doing it. I, so I am at the high school football game. I'm a 50, 50 guy at um, little league, little league, at whatever it is. I'm a 50, 50 guy. And I could be a 50, 50 guy for Penn state if all the money weren't just going to athletics, like they got seven games. He's fired up. I got, they got seven games. I think five of them can be yours. Sure. Keep them. But then one game is for Thon and one game is for the center County United way, which is the university's charity of choice. If they were to announce that I'm in and I'm buying a ticket right now, somebody comes to my section on Saturday. I'm not buying a ticket. Like, I'm sorry. 
It's not my fault. Athletics lost money last year. They shouldn't need 50 fifties from football games to make their budget work. Um, <laughs> inspired. Oh, I, 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 I didn't realize we were going to add a nerve here. Steve. I think it's a great thing. If there were the charities were involved, like, I think I, this I is, agree. you know, that's all. And Steve, but I am typically a 50, 50 guy, but about you? if you, if you win a 50, 50, will you keep 25% of it, give 25, uh, 50% of it to your charity of choice should probably be center county united way and then give me 25 percent. well that would leave me with none no you I'm get like, 25 you keep 25 percent of it if, of, oh, the, and then it, of and your you, 50 if, of your if, 50 i will state for the record here on this podcast you know listen to by tens of people by tens of people that if they if they were to do one for the for the united way one of their things the united way right instead of just themselves and i won yes I would give you 25% right. of it. If I'll tell you what, I'll probably buy a 50-50 ticket on Saturday. If I do and I do win, I will give you 23% of it. There you, go. there you go. That way I still am majority owner. So are um, you typically doing this at, at, at your high school games or little league games? You know, so at Little League, like I didn't, I don't have a kid, but I would, didn't do it. Um, but I did walk around and sell it. Like that's always fun. Um, it was always funny because we'd all, they'd always get the taller person to go with me so that they could do the because they always did the arm uh, arm yeah, length arms length there yeah arm, arm, like arms length five and then right. it was like a body length yep um so so that was always funny um but like when I go to sporting events I don't do it like the Lightning do it at their games um and every time I've gone there I'm like yeah. No, it's it feels more like of a high school and and, and it's and yeah. Thing. I don't. I think that's why I don't like doing it at right. bigger sporting events because it feels less fun, right? Because then I don't get the tickets and pull it up, and then we'll just end up in the back seat of the car, and then but right. And you like don't go home with the money, like you don't go home with the money right. if you win, like you just. So that's the thing, like that was with even we did the first one because I worked the night that athletics did the first one for basketball. I'm like, oh, where does the winner collect their, you know, their stuff? Oh no, they don't. They get notified and they get the stuff, and so it's not really even that same thing. I mean, that said, your chances of winning are probably pretty good, and your chances of winning a decent amount of money, right? Like there's going to be enough people at Beaver Stadium to do this. That you're going to be walking away with at least four figures of money. At well, least. So that's what I was going to ask you about. Cause the, 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 like the CFL teams do this in Canada and they like, this is like their, that's like their big tradition. Mm-hmm. Apparently. And I know like the, let me Google this real quick. Let me see if I can find it. Like, gee. This one, the Edmonton Eskimos had one. Oh, my ad blocker's on. Hold on. Oh my gosh. The, like the winner got 436000 Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, I think that's, yeah, the winner. Yeah, that was from 20. Yeah, it was February. February yeah. this year. Yeah, like I. Yes. And I, so I think there's a, there's a chance. And you're, if, if somebody in the stand, and there's going to be a lot of people in the stands who are, lottery ticket players right who buy their pennsylvania lottery mm-hmm. tickets whatever else, your odds on this are met exactly and gus the groundhog and all that thing this your odds on this are, are much better than, than any of that um and, and i think it's a fun it's a it's an okay thing and they're not the first right like we just said other college pro teams whatever else and i think it's fine my problem is you got seven games keep five for yourself one for thon one for united way and then you've then you've bridged some town and gown stuff. And it's not just all about you finding another revenue stream and a way to make a buck. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. That was, that was good. It was good. I didn't realize you were going to be that fired up about the 50-50. There you go. Full of surprises. All right. Anything else you want to talk about today? No. Short and sweet ready today. for Saturday. Short and sweet, ready for the game week. All right. We'll probably see you on Saturday. We'll see. Cool. Um, this, this has been another Stuff Summer Says podcast with Steve. Steve. Um, we've got an email. Uh, it's at Stuff Summer Says podcast at gmail.com. Um, we will be looking out for a Rob and Mary Jean from York, Pennsylvania on Saturday. Uh, if, if <laughs> you get little are, signs with cardboard, yes, yeah, so like, like, like air, airport, PA. like yeah, that should be us. Um, so, um, and other than that, you know, we'll see you Saturday. Cool. Thanks. All right. See you. Bye.